listening to Great Relationships. Paul Moore here with Herman Eben and Good Lord Willing. We are trying to pursue the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. And right now, I just want to know one thing. Is that you behind them, Foster Grant? (laughs) (laughs) That is exactly where we're going to go today, right? It is, because we've been talking about the problem and the four mistakes. And today, we're going to talk about wearing a mask. But before we do, would you pray for us, sir? Lord, thank you so much that you have provided answers to each and every one of these mistakes that we're talking about here. And more importantly, you've provided an answer to the problem. And that answer is in trusting you to live through us, providing your energy to us to live a life that is radically different so we can have radically new relationships. In your precious name, amen. Amen, and thank you. Because you mentioned it in the prayer, the problem and the four mistakes. That's what we've been talking about. Problem is making everything about me. The solution is obviously to make it about others. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. I can get it in my head, but can I actually internalize it, transform it, and start doing it? Right. So review for me real quick, please, the problem, the four mistakes, and we've covered two of the mistakes so far. Right. Maybe not quick, but let me uh, cover what we're talking about here. The problem is anytime you're flashing your me, anytime you're taking things personally. In fact, I love to look at my own life from this viewpoint because this is a this is a big one for me. Anytime I'm being defensive, Anytime I feel like I've got to defend myself, that is a time that I probably am in the problem making life about me. And that is what we call a baby. A baby is always interested in getting their own way. They're not mature enough to be thinking about what others are in life. Everything centers on them. And that's what we as individual adults end up doing. We look at everybody else and we're saying, it's your job to make me happy. It's your job to serve me, as opposed to thinking it from the other angle. So the problem we classified as just being the baby. The first mistake that comes out of that type of a problem, and again, we always say there's probably many, many more mistakes, but I think these four cover a lot of ground. The first one is operate on opinion and emotions. If I have an opinion about something, I'm going to be making an assumption. I am typically speculating about something. So I can look at somebody else and see their actions, and I can see the way that they're using their body or their smile or the look on their face. I know what that look means. That's exactly what we're going to end I up. did not fail mind reading that's, much. <laughs> and that's what this first mistake tends to drive us into thinking, that we actually can read somebody else's mind. I know what they're thinking. No, you don't. So the simple solution to that one is simply ask a question. They can lie to you. I understand that. But it's not your job to go speculating. At least something coming out of their mouth is what you need to be operating with. And it's not your job to try to convince them that they're lying even. In that first mistake, truth is the thing that we're going for. What we end up doing is operating on speculation and assumptions and opinions too much of the time. So that first mistake is a really crippling mistake for a relationship. Not only do we operate on speculation and guesses and all this other stuff, but we end up operating on emotions. And you need to go to chapter 8 to see the first section to see how we talk about emotions. So that first mistake, operating on opinion and emotion. The second one is just as bad, if not worse, for many people, 
It's you keep the past in the present. That's what we call the victim, keeping the past in the present. And that means that you're going to be experiencing a lot of problems because there's big consequences to an unforgiving heart. There's big consequences to somebody that carries around grudges, resentments, and bitterness. Okay, so the problem, making things about me, solution making about others, the four mistakes. It's not four mistakes. It'd be good if I memorize them, but it's four ways in which making things about me tend to manifest. Is good that way, correct? Good way to say that. That's right. So let me state all of them. You have the problem, which is the baby. Then you have the operate on opinions and emotions, which we call the politician. Doesn't, okay. doesn't that quite fit? Then we have the uh, keep the past in the present, which is the victim. Uh, then we have the, the mistake that we're wanting to talk about today, which is wear a mask. It's the actor. Yeah, the actor. So, see, the, I really like actor. it. Is that's, that you right. behind those Foster that's Grants? good. You picked up on that one very nicely. And then the fourth mistake is something that I typically have done so much of the time, trying to change others, which is what we call the dictator. You know, I'm in control and you're not. Is <laughs> 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 the way that that mistake shows up. So that, that would be the four mistakes. The problem is the baby, uh, the operating on opinions and emotions, keep the past and the present. So we want to talk about this wearing a mask today. That's where we want to go today. So wearing a mask, what we tend to do when we are wearing a mask, we're not going to be real in a relationship when we're wearing a mask. That's another great statement from uh, Robert Fritz. He says it takes two real people to have a real relationship. Now think about that takes two real people to have a real relationship. If either one of the people are doing this mistake, wearing a mask, then that would mean that one of the two of you is relating to somebody that they're not real sure who they really are. And the person that's wearing the mask is trying to convince the other person that they're somebody or something, but it's not real. It's not true. Well, that that's scary, and it introduces a huge ick factor because two people, if one of them's wearing a mask, or what if both of them are? Who yeah, knows? that's but, right. I mean, I suddenly turn the relationship into conditional. I don't know who I'm in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the conditions of the relationship are, whether they're mine or not. It's easy for me from my side of the street because I dealt with a lot of fake shame and guilt. Right, right. right? Meaning that I didn't believe that God really forgave me. Mm-hmm. So I wore this mask that was convinced that if you really knew me, you wouldn't like me. Absolutely. And it goes the opposite way, too, which is, I shouldn't say the opposite way, but it's something that typically shows up. Some people have this mindset that I've got to just entertain the people around me because if I can entertain them, at least they like that. Because if I didn't do that, they wouldn't like who I, who I really was. That's another form of wearing a mask. Or people pleasing or being a yes man, Any trying to find value, significance. And that leads us to something that's extremely important in all of these mistakes. All four of these mistakes, and most often people don't get this, they tend to look at the fourth mistake as a mistake that's trying to control the other people in the relationship. All four of these are trying to control in some form or fashion. I'm trying to control if I speculate about your actions. I'm trying to control if I'm trying to use my emotions to drive behavior in the relationship. So that's a form of control. I'm trying to control if I am not 
allowing forgiveness to be part of the life. I'm going to control because I'm going to get vengeance on you. The control here is I'm trying to control you by presenting something to you that I think you like, because if I can get you to like that, then I can control you to like me in some form. Therefore, go back to that little example that I gave to you. If I can just be an entertainer, if I can be funny, if I can have all of this thing that says, I am somebody that you laugh at, then I have a relationship with you, at least on that level. I am controlling the relationship at that point in time then. Every one of these mistakes you end up controlling for a different reason. That's how it typically works. And this particular one is really tough because we do want to please the people around us. We do want to live in what you might classify as a strength, being funny and all this other stuff, but you don't want to do it to become something that you're not. I never saw it as an element of control. In fact, I'll be honest with you, as I looked at some of these mistakes, I kind of felt sorry for me or the person who was wearing it, yet I'm falling into this control mechanism. Yes, we will. So there you have it. Um, check out the website, greatrelationships.com, grnumeral8relationships.com, chapter 4, chapter 5, where else do we need to be looking? Chapter 8, you can get some good information from that also because it's about freedom. And it's all in the study guide, or you know what, download to your iPod the programs, and you can take them with you and listen on the go. Great relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. It takes right thinking for right relationships right now. Great definitions for great relationship. God's complementary designs. Men and women are created equal in value, but different in design and role. Great relationships. Pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. You know how you're always praying for a sign from God? That you're meant to go to seminary? This is your sign. Seriously, I'm here to tell you about Grace. Grace School of Theology. It's free grace based. The professors are world class. It's accredited accessible, attainable, and oh yes, it's affordable. You can even complete your entire degree online, which means you don't have to move. Wouldn't it be great to have a deeper knowledge of the Word of God? Write this down, www.gsot.edu, gsot.edu, or call 877 877- Four seven six eight six seven four eight seven seven four seven six eight six seven four. Now get going. We're back. Great relationships, hopefully pursuing the best in work and life and love by right thinking for right relationships right now. Herman, before the break, you were talking to me about the problem, the solution, and the four mistakes. And I don't think I realized that there was a control element in each of the four mistakes. Yeah. In fact, this particular mistake, it should be very evident to us as we talk about it, that if you're wearing a mask, you truly are trying to control the relationship simply because you are putting on a front 
as to who you really are. It, it's it's literally as as we can think about. That's the reason why we call it the actor. Is an actor real? No, they're playing a part, and therefore, as they play that part. They are presenting to you what they want to be seen as. So that is the same way that, unfortunately, a lot of relationships do life. You know what? As an actor, there's some interesting people that I've talked to that believe they have this particular mistake. And they will make this comment, as I'm getting ready to say it here, it takes a lot of energy to be an actor. Why? Because you can't be you. And being you doesn't take a lot of energy at all. It just You just go live life. Whereas if you're an actor, you've got to be on your guard all the time. You've got to be remembering what you said to this person. And some of these people that have had this particular mistake do multiple actors with multiple parties. And that takes a lot of energy. A lot wow, of- so it's a huge juggling act. Whenever you're an actor, you are a person that is putting out a lot of energy because you can't be you. And that is your way of controlling, going back to what we were talking about. You never want to let them see behind the mask, because if they see behind the mask, you're no longer in control. That is what's so important about this, because they can see who the real person is, and and boy, if you allow that to happen, wow, they may not like what they see. You're not in control anymore. That's a big, big issue of why this mask is such a big mistake. You don't want to let them see the real you. An actor also fits another example. Certainly, if I'm trying to present myself to you in a certain light, and I want you to see me a certain way, we can understand that. But we all tend to play this actor role in these type of scenarios when we're walking on eggshells around somebody else. We're being the actor then. We may not be doing it for a reason that is saying, I'm just trying to present uh, myself to you in a different light. When you're walking on eggshells around somebody, you're not willing to share the truth. So you're acting as if everything's okay when it's really not. So you need to be paying attention to those type of scenarios also with this with this mistake. Okay, let me paint another picture because the holidays come up. Mm-hmm. And around the holidays, we're around people that we normally aren't with most of the year. Especially in a family scenario, there's a lot of stress, a lot of energy being consumed because all of a sudden we start stepping into roles or other people's expectations that's, I'll go in my case, that's not who I am. Right. But yet I step into this scenario and... Yeah, we, we end up spending a lot of energy trying to keep everybody happy around us. And therefore, we may not share the truth. We may not even be loving them because we aren't sharing the truth. That's another big issue. And just because you end up deciding, well, I'm going to start sharing the truth, don't expect things to go well there either because people don't want to hear the truth. People don't want to hear that they're messed up. People don't want to hear the fact that they're making a mistake. They don't want to hear those things. So it does require discretion to know when to say some of these things. I understand that part. I truly do. All I'm doing is alerting you to the fact that if you're not willing to speak the truth to somebody and you're walking on eggshells, making it appear that you're okay with their type of behavior, you're, you're actually lying to them. You're not seeking their best. You're not pursuing their best. You're not even thinking about their best. Okay, so what does this look like? Say a spouse or a mentor or somebody says, you know what, maybe you're trying to please people too much. What does the road out look like? Well, if you are willing to consider 
the road out, you are willing to start sharing the truth with people in love. Isn't that how God asked us to do it? Ephesians chapter four, verse 15. God is asking us to share the truth in love and stop thinking that it's your job to say things that are, are just pleasing to them. Jesus never said things that are just pleasing to people. He shared the exact truth with them. For instance, one of the one of the greatest uh, and simplest ways that you can see that is the uh, rich young ruler. The rich young ruler came to him and basically said, I, I really want to follow you. I really do. And Jesus told him the truth. And he went away sad. You know what? You're going to need to tell the truth to some people, especially these people that are wearing a mask. And sometimes you're wearing a mask and you need to step out behind that mask and tell somebody the truth. Ultimately, does being an actor mean that I'm not trusting God, meaning that I'm not really trusting that he is my provider and defender and consequently I'm trying to manipulate or control? Every one of these situations would imply that. Yes, it, it, all of these will take us back to the fundamental question of life. You know, are you trusting God? Are you trusting something other than God? Every one of these mistakes aren't willing to trust God in some form. This particular one is basically saying, I don't trust God the way he made me. That's that's why you end up putting the mask on in the first place. Okay, that was a truly ouch or amen statement. Yeah, when we have a mask on, we're not willing to accept that God made us the way we are, and he meant for us to be the way we are at this point in time. He can take all of our messes, all of our decisions that we made that were improper, take all of this past and roll it into the current right now, and we can look at God and say, I'm going to trust you that you're going to use all of that for my benefit. But Herman, what if I think the way I am is by default, meaning I didn't get what I deserve, should, et cetera, et cetera, and then, now I'm just blocked. Then you're not trusting God because Romans chapter 12, verse 3 says that we are to think soberly of ourselves, that we are to think of ourselves based on how God, I'll paraphrase that, the concept of sober is I'm to be thinking about God as he made me. I'm the potter. I'm, excuse me, I'm the, I'm the clay, uh, I'm the pot, I'm not the potter, as we see in, in Romans chapter uh, 10. So that's another big issue. When we wear a mask, we're basically saying, God, you made me wrong. I have to figure out how to live life to make myself acceptable to the people around me. That's bad. But with these four mistakes, right, I don't just have one. I can have a combination of them, and I'm basically saying I have to take control because God didn't make me right. That's Life right. has dealt me a poor hand, and now I have to do this. That's right. I typically make mistake four and mistake one. Those are my two mistakes that I typically make. I'm typically a dip dictator or I'm operating on, on uh, opinion and emotions, more often opinion rather than emotions. But that's how we typically operate. We will typically operate in one or more of those. Uh, you know, s some of us, you know, get good at all four of them. <laughs> I was going to say, I kind of, you know, run the gamut. So that really isn't me behind the foster grants because there's a baby wearing my mask. I'm sorry. Yeah. Actually, there's a victim wearing my mask, you know. That's right. So if we are thinking about this mistake, we're typically ending up not being real in the relationship. And like I said, let me say that quote again to, uh, to you that Robert Fritz has stated, it takes two real people to have a real relationship. If you are a person that is walking around not trusting that God has made you 
just like he wanted to make you, then you are typically saying, I can't be I can't be real. I can't let these people see who the real Herman Eben is. I can only let them see who I want them to see or think that I am. And when you live life that way, it takes a ton of energy to keep in your mind the way that you've acted with them before. And at some point, you end up becoming kind of like that actor. And uh, it may not take as much energy at that point, but you still would have a lot more energy than if you just were yourself makes a big difference if you're just living a life just being yourself. Makes <laughs> <laughs> to be ourselves, to actually find ourselves. You know, I remember there was a young woman who wrote a senior's paper at Midland Classical Academy one time, and it wasn't about who I am, but whose mm-hmm. I am. And I think that's a real simple question, because as you were talking about these mistakes, I'm going to say, who said so? Thank you, Herman. And before we go, I want to invite you to drop us a line at Great Relationships, P.O. Box 51836. That's Post Office Box 51836, Midland, Texas, 79710. Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. It takes right thinking for right relationships right now. Great quotes for great relationships. That woman was taken from man no more implies the inferiority of woman to man than the taking of man from the ground implies the inferiority of man to the ground. Nor does the term helper connote subordination. Dr. Eugene Merrill. Great relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships right now. Relationships can be great, and not just marriages or romantic relationships, all relationships. The Bible offers the same solution to what is essentially the same problem. What is the problem and what is the solution? Study along with us to find out. Great Relationships is a video course offering biblically-based insight on relationships. In each video, watch Herman tame tough issues by discussing them in a casual online learning environment. Each of Great Relationships' 12 chapters are subdivided into quick segments you can squeeze into a coffee break. So if you've had time to listen to this promotion, you have the time to sign up and start today. Visit our website at greatrelationships.com. That's G-R numeral 8 relationships.com to sign up for our free newsletter. Pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships, right now. We're back. Greatrelationships.com is the website, GR numeral 8, relationships.com. We've been talking about the problem, the solution, and the four mistakes. But today, specifically, we're talking about mistake number three, how making it about me manifests in being an actor. Before the break, we had talked about holidays and walking on eggshells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in, in fact, when we're walking on eggshells, one of the keys that shows up much of the time is uh, if I don't share with them, that's okay. 
and li- listen to the implications of something like that. If I don't share the truth with them, uh, that's okay. Literally, an implication is I'm free to lie, but I'm not free to share the truth. <laughs> well, that's an ouch. <laughs> I'm free to lie to them, but I'm not free to share the truth. Okay, so an example might be? <laughs> well, anytime we just don't want them to explode back to us about sharing the truth. It might even be something along the line that somebody is is overweight, and I'm not willing to say to them, you know, you really need to go on a diet. Well, I am not willing to share that because I'm basically saying I'm free to lie, in other words, or not say anything at all, but I'm sure not free to share the truth with them. That's That would be a true implication of something So does like this that. dress make me look fat? That is exactly what happens with this particular mistake. It's what we call teaching people how to lie. We don't even think about it this way, but it, it, it works this way. For instance, if you want to teach somebody how to lie, it's just like training a dog. For instance, I can ask you, uh, hey, Paul, do I look good in these clothes? Absolutely. And that's the only right answer, right? That would be the only right answer because, or if I want to teach you how to lie to me and you didn't say absolutely, all I need to do is what? All I need to do is pout and act upset that you said that I didn't look good in this outfit. That particular color does make you look taller. (laughs) That's exactly where we would go, right? So it it only takes three steps. So I ask you that question. Do I look good in these clothes? And, And the only answer that I really want out of you is absolutely. If you answer truthfully, Uh, along the line of how you actually see me in these clothes, you might say something like, uh, well, I don't think that looks as good. And all I have to do is act emotional about that and pout to get you to then respond differently. So I come back to you. If I'm going to teach you how to lie to me, you you didn't give me the right answer the first time. So I come back to you and simply say something like, um, the idea is I simply ask another question of you similar to that. Well, uh, say, say, Paul, uh, do you think that that I am uh, fairly smart? And uh, then you have learned already that you'd better say yes, or you're going to have to put up with all of the emotions and all of the verbiage and everything else toward you that is not going to be positive. So you can teach people to lie to you in three easy steps. Just ask them one question. If you don't get the right question, you know, act emotional about it. Turn back around and ask them another question that's very similar to that. And, and see if they've, learned, if they've learned, the, learned the lesson yet. <laughs> that That's a silly little thing to think about. But you know what? We do that all the time, don't we? That is exactly how we treat people in relationships. And it's a sick way to do that. It fits the common scenario of the way that a man and woman are operating, a husband and wife. And when the wife may ask, does this dress look good on them or something? Uh, if the right answer is not given, man, he's not going to go back there. I'm not going to go back to that. As a friend of mine used to say, or maybe he still does. I check the claws in that cat, and I'm not going back there. You know, so. <laughs> I like that. Check so, the claws on that cat, and I'm not going back there. So wearing a mask is a huge problem in relationships because it is a huge mistake that causes us to not be a real person. So what happens if we find that we're in relationships with people who aren't emotionally mature? This is scary because you've told me more than once that we tend to find people of like maturity. Mm-hmm. What if we find out that somebody's been wearing a mask and we've been hoodwinked? Well, it goes back to the common solution that we preach all the time in this material. 
think about your own actions. You can't change another person. So your, your job in that situation is simply to share the truth as best you can and still care about them, to pursue their best patiently, kindly, sacrificially, and unconditionally. That's, that's the only route that you have. If you try to come up with any other solution, it requires you trying to find the right way to say something to another person to get them to change. Wow. That's a lot. So I almost hate to ask, but what one thing would you have me take away? The one thing that you want to take away, I would love for you just to memorize the little statement from Robert Fritz. It takes two real people to have a real relationship. Stop wearing a mask. Let's get out there and live life. What truth am I not willing to seek or share from somebody? That'd be a good question to consider asking because that's going to test your mettle as to whether you're willing to stop wearing a mask. Uh, Am I being real with myself and others? Uh, Another great question. But if you are willing to look at your own life and simply go, am I being a real person with the people around me? Wow, what a great question to be asking. That'd be the one thing that I'd want you to, to take from this time. Am I being a real person in my relationships? Because it takes two real people to have a real relationship. Thank you, Herman. And before we go, I want to invite you to drop us a line at Great Relationships, P.O. Box 51836. That's Post Office Box 51836, Midland, Texas, 79710. Great relationships pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. It takes right thinking for right relationships right now. How is your day going, Barbara? I can't even begin to tell you how terrific my life is right now. What a coincidence. My life is just overflowing with blessings, too. Why, just yesterday, I found a $100 bill on the ground. That's great. I saved a cat that was stuck in a tree, and the owner was so thankful that she gave me a gift card to my favorite restaurant, Luigi's. Wow! I was in Luigi's just the other day and saved a man that was choking with the Heimlich Maneuver. He was so overjoyed that he gave me tickets to that new play that's been sold out for weeks. That's amazing! I've been wanting to see that play myself. Really? I asked my husband and he didn't want to go. Will you go with me? That would be great. Days like this are too good to be true, but great relationships are possible. Join Herman as he offers you the opportunity to pursue the best for others, patiently, kindly, sacrificially, and unconditionally. Right thinking, right relationships, right now.